I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Today in Prophecy on End Times TV. Before we get going, if you'd like to stay connected with my weekly updates and many other prophecy messages, be sure to click below to subscribe to our YouTube channel. One author wrote, when we think of the past few months, natural disasters wreaked severe havoc worldwide. In the U.S. alone, we experienced one of the worst hurricane seasons ever. California and much of the West experienced the worst fire season in recorded history, plus earthquakes are continuing to shake much of the world. And famine has seen extreme cases in the usual places along the 1040 window, but also because of the economic situation in Venezuela, people are eating dirt in an attempt to survive. And then continuing, Christian persecution is escalating along with anti-Semitism. And sexual immorality has reached lows not imagined before as there are actually attempts to make pedophilia legal. And sadly, men are getting worse and worse, and it's only a matter of time before that happens. Plus, this continues, banks shutter 1,700 branches in the fastest decline on record. California is sliding even further into the abyss, and some medical experts are predicting the worst flu epidemic in history as things still have not peaked, expecting more than 50,000 people to die in America alone, plus malaria and Ebola, the plague, and on down the list. As I consider these things, I can't help but to think of the many signs that the Bible gives us as a warning that the Great Tribulation is soon coming. As such, when we think about the increase of disease and virus, the warnings of Jesus become more alarming as he told his disciples that nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these things, Jesus said, are the beginning of sorrows. As I thought about the words from Jesus and the current rise in pestilence, I was reminded of an article that prophecy writer Matt Ward penned way back in 2015 when he said, modern medicine, as we all know it, is about to come to an end. Uh, there are some potential future scenarios that are just too dreadful to contemplate. Things that have the potential to change the world forever. Some nightmare scenarios have the ability to touch us all personally. And there's one such event guaranteed to occur in the next few years. And think of this, Matt Ward wrote this in 2015. We are now in 2018, and he said back in 2015, beginning to occur in the next few years. That puts us current. And then he said, this will affect each and every single person in the world directly. It'll be the end of antibiotics, the point when the effectiveness of antibiotics to resistant bacteria comes to an end. Many medical experts, he continues, even go so far as to say that this will be the end of modern medicine as we know it, and it will become a reality in the next decade at the very latest. At some indefinable point in the next few years, the effectiveness of antibiotics to infection is going to end. The impact this will have upon humanity is indescribable. It will not happen all of a sudden, but will at first be incremental. And it's happening right now. It will catch most people completely by surprise until one day we all wake up and people we know are dying of conditions once thought trivial. This one event 
will rock the Western world as much as any major war could and will have longer lasting repercussions. The end of antibiotics is a world defining event of unimaginable importance and will push elements of healthcare, especially infection control, back to pre-industrial levels of civilization. Aspects of modern medicine will travel back in time to the year 1700, he wrote. The World Health Organization has warned, and quoting them, many common infections will no longer have a cure and, once again, could kill unabated. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control has pointed to the emergence of nightmare bacteria. And the chief medical officer for England, Professor Dame Sally Davies, has evoked parallels with the apocalypse. That this will happen is a 100% certainty. This will definitely happen. There is no equivocation anymore. Then he continued, Throughout the 20th century, humanity has managed to steadily bring pestilences under control. This is about to be reversed. This very real specter of widespread disease becoming a reality is yet another indicator of our close proximity to the tribulation period. And then he said, I used to believe that the biblical pestilences described as occurring during the tribulation period would be the likes of Ebola and smallpox or some other equally horrific virus. But the reality is, they may well simply be a variant of the common cold run rampant. Once again, the shadow cast by the tribulation period falls over our own collective horizons. Time is short. As I consider these words penned by Matt Ward just a few years ago, and I look at where we are now, concerned, he said, about just the common cold, and the end of antibiotics, and then we start thinking about the pestilences, the disease and the virus that are affecting humanity. I look at all of these things, and it seems to me that it's obvious that the glorious kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, when he returns to Jerusalem, is not far away. And I say, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Now, let me ask you this. As we look at the various things that we are witnessing in the world right now, from wars and rumors of wars to pestilence to famine and on down the list, we watch what's happening in America and in the politics of America and Russia and Iran and Syria and Israel. You start putting all of these things together and they are all evidence that the Bible is true. And the Bible is true in this, that Jesus is coming again. He's going to set up a kingdom in Israel. But also the Bible is true in this. Jesus came the first time to die for the sins of the world. For anyone who would believe in him, the Lord said, they will not perish, but they will have eternal life. And Jesus also said that he did not come into this world to condemn us, but that through him we would be saved. The problem is, according to Jesus, we're condemned already because of our sin. But he's come to save us from the condemnation of sin for anyone who would trust in him. Listen, are you willing to trust in him? Do you know that when you die, you're going to go to heaven? Have you asked him to forgive you of your sin? There's no other name under heaven by which a person can be forgiven than that of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you haven't asked Christ to forgive you of your sin, if you haven't repented of your sin, 
then when you die, you won't go to heaven. You'll be judged for your sin. You'll spend eternity separated from God in a place that the Bible calls hell. But if you ask Christ to forgive you, you'll be forgiven. And when you die, guess what? You're going to be in the presence of the Lord. You're going to be in heaven forever and ever and ever, a place where there's no more tears, no more suffering, no more pain, no more sorrow, for the former pains of this world will be gone. Listen, if you want to know that when you die, you're going to heaven, you want to be forgiven of your sin, then pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you appreciate these weekly updates and you want to stay connected, click below to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also, if you'd like more information, you want to stay connected with our daily updates and, and articles and videos, go to our website, endtimestv.org, and there you can, click, you can click on various things that you can watch, you can read, you can also email me. I would love to hear from you and know that you've been watching this program. Until next time, God bless.